Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Monday, May 2nd edition of the program. We've got the disinformation czar getting a lot of backup from Democrats. That's right. Nita Jankowicz, the Soviet Mary Poppins has none other than the DHS chief Majorca saying, oh, you can trust her. She'll do a great job. Plus, the White House Correspondents' Dinner happened, and turns out that the Democrats are making jokes about the economy because even they know that it stinks. And Bill Maher sees the truth about Twitter. Will other leftist libs out there follow suit? We will get into all of this, my friends, Coming up here in just a moment, we've got a stacked, a stacked program for you today. First off, you know, there are these deputy marshals who were deployed by President Trump back in 2020 to defend a federal courthouse in Portland because psycho Antifa loons were trying to burn the courthouse down to the ground. You know what happened to them? The Biden DOJ refused to stand in for them with counsel and is allowing the ACLU to sue them. And these guys have to pay for their defense themselves. It's going to bankrupt them. But we're stepping in. We can do something about this, about this injustice. 
These brave officers withstood physical harm. They repelled rioters, assaults, fires, flying objects, lasers into their eyes meant to blind them. They stood their ground. They held the line. And now we need to stand with them. Go to policedefense.org to learn about these family men with stellar service to country. That's policedefense.org. The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund at policedefense.org educates the public on the risks and threats associated with being an officer today and raises funds to alleviate financial burdens. In this case, hundreds of thousands of dollars in mounting legal fees, and these men are at risk of losing their homes. Help today. Donate at policedefense.org. That's policedefense.org. It is beyond parody that the Biden administration is taking this as a moment, taking this as an opportunity to launch a ministry of truth, but that is exactly what they have done. That is their decision here with all of this. And here, for example, is DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas speaking about Nina Jankowicz, Soviet Mary Poppins, because she likes to sing Mary Poppins style. Um, I like to sing Mary Poppins style, apparently, too. Not very well, though. Producer Mark does not approve. I don't know. Producer Crash, he's a little more forgiving. Producer Mark says that that was flat, and that's no good. But here we have Mayorka saying that Soviet Mary Poppins is fantastic. She's an expert. Going to do a bang-up job. Republicans are criticizing your decision, the administration's decision to choose Nina Jankowicz to lead this disinformation board. They say she is not somebody who is neutral. Your response? Eminently qualified, a renowned expert in the field of disinformation. Absolutely so. No one believes that. I mean, no one who has any brain capacity whatsoever thinks, yeah, that's right. She's really neutral. You can trust her. She's not somebody who was a Russia collusion. Hunter's laptop is Russia disinformation loon. Of course not. No, she is all those things, as you know. And she also has a frightening mindset. Look, she would not be up for this job. They would not put someone forward who was not a fierce ideologue. Just just know that. Understand that. They would not put someone forward for this role if that individual were not uh, very much a leftist authoritarian, because that's the point of the job, right? They're not looking for someone who's actually neutral. This is just like what the the journos and the press got away with for so long. Oh, we're just neutral. Yeah, they're not. They say that, so then they have more authority to push certain narratives, right? That's what's actually going on here, as we all know, as we can all see. But here she is verbalizing, explaining what her philosophy is on these issues Nina Jankowicz, Soviet Mary Poppins, in her own words. We've focused so much on, uh, you know, pushing back against Russian disinformation online. We've lost sight of the fact that our own government uh, and certainly uh, President Trump himself has dealt in disinformation and normalized disinformation over the past four years to the extent that there is no disincentive for most politicians to traffic in it anymore. And this, again, as I mentioned at the beginning, should not be a partisan issue. Democracy isn't possible without authoritative sources of information. Authoritative sources of information like what like the new york times which just wrote a a, an absurd 
embarrassing to the times hit piece on uh, front page hit piece on Tucker Carlson of the weekend. Is that is that an authoritative source? Oh, no, no. Government sources are authoritative. You mean like Anthony Fauci? Authoritative like that? Mm. You mean someone who's wrong all the time, who's a partisan hack and who no serious, intelligent person would continue to listen to? Oh, authoritative sources. You see, my friends, these appeals to the authority of the truth and the information czar, the minister of truth, uh, this should make you very, very uncomfortable. But also, there's a part of me that's just happy that we're hearing what they really think. We are hearing what they really believe. You know, they're saying the quiet part out loud about so much of this. These are opponents of the First Amendment. There's no question about that. They don't believe in free speech. That's obvious. And increasingly, they're willing to make the most absurd arguments in favor of shutting down people. They don't they don't oh, speech equals violence. You're saying something about a policy issue that's going to cause people to commit suicide. So it's violence. Wait, what? Yeah, they do this all the time. Your words they don't like. It's the same as stabbing somebody. That's what they think. At least that's what they'll say. It's dishonest, but they think they can get away with it. And sometimes they do, unfortunately. Mayorkas, by the way, going even further on this, trying to convince everybody that Jankowicz can be is very trustworthy. And don't worry, this Biden administration is not the opinion police. Do you really think that Jankowicz is anywhere near objective enough for this particular job? Yes, I do. And and by the way, highly regarded as a subject matter expert. And I don't question her objectivity. There are people in the department who have a, a diverse range of views and they're incredibly dedicated uh, to mission. We're not the opinion police. No, they are the opinion police because they remember were telling and I mean, they as in the government, I mean, the White House was telling people during uh, some of the more important moments in COVID policy discussion, you need to Facebook, you need to take more to shut down disinformation. Twitter, you need to shut down disinformation. These are opinions. These are opinions that they were shutting down. You know, when someone says, I don't think it's worth it for a child to take a vaccine for a virus that has a one in a million chance of doing lethal harm to that child, that's an opinion. Now, they can disagree with that, but it's an opinion. And by the way, it's a very rational, very reasonable one. But as you know, they simply do not care. They don't care. They want to shut you down. They want you to stop talking, and they want the power to make that happen. Whatever they have to do to that end, they're fine with it. The disinformations are the Soviet Mary Poppins. They're not even backing away from it. They're doubling down. They're saying, yep, that's right. This is how we're going to do it. Pay attention to the left when they tell you who they are, because, my friends, they are screaming to you now about who they are. Look, if you uh, run a small business, you got to ask yourself a very important question. Who's running your HR? If your answer to that question is that you'll figure it out yourself or maybe even no one. Look, you're setting yourself up for big headaches down the line, maybe even a nightmare. One employee complaint can cause so much headache. But, you know, HR is also not just avoiding that risk. As a business leader, you should have people that you know feel like HR is there for them. You should do right by the people you employ. That's why you need Bambi. 
Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses just like yours. So you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. Bambi's HR autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. Available by phone, email, or real-time chat. Look, Bambi is so straightforward, so easy. Once you get on this platform, you're going to love it. And man, the value, the efficiency of using Bambi for your HR is incredible. Go to Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck, B-U-C-K, Bambi.com slash buck right now for your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck, Bambi.com slash buck. Go Check it out, my friends. I'm telling you, Bambi is going to be a game changer for your business. They're still trying to either regulate Twitter if it goes into Elon's hands or create some, I don't know, they, they want to just destroy this whole situation because they hate the idea of there being actual free speech. Here is Bill Maher, who understands that Twitter is a mess and actually does need to be held to account here for the way that it is anti-free speech. They posted a funny video. This is funny to them. Okay. Sensitive content, Twitter said. In the video, they were making fun of Twitter for being too sensitive. <laughs> this is so through the looking glass. And here's what happens in the video. This woman who, going into the Twitter building, this is, you know, parody. This is what people do on television and have done forever. Okay. She's complaining to HR about how sensitive Twitter is. And the guy shows her an ink blot, and she keeps seeing Hitler in all the ink blots. <laughs> okay, then she runs screaming out of the building. This is well within what satire has always been. And the fact that they flagged this for being insensitive shows their complete lack of self-awareness about what their own problem is. If that's where the line is, you have failed, Twitter. Twitter has failed. Because that is where Twitter draws the line. Twitter has failed let's all be honest about this let's see this for what it is that's why buying twitter elon musk buying twitter i think is so important so powerful meanwhile over at cnn they're putting any random clown on tv to talk about oh my gosh we need the government to step in if twitter isn't in the hands of a bunch of leftist activists the whole country's gonna fall apart it's gonna be dogs and cats living together mass hysteria CNN media analyst David Zorowick, six. There's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication uh -huh. in this country. In 1927, we had the Radio Act. 1934, the Communications Act. Congress stepped in. We made rules. FCC wasn't great, but it's still regulating the broadcast industry. You can't right, use yes. vulgar language. You can't do all these things with speech. We gave over our, uh, what amounts to our airwaves or our internet waves to Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And we are in so much trouble because those guys believe in making money. I think we can look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We are there. Trump opened the gates to hell and now they're chasing us. Yeah, yeah, I'm nonpartisan. I mean, Trump was like Hitler and opened the gates to hell. But yeah, this is just about, you know, saving democracy or something. Notice the, the stuff that they say is so absurd. But this uh, this is the Democrat mindset. And this is what they think. They need to be in control of this. Remember, 
one social media platform that cannot be counted on to do the bidding of the Democrat Party they view as a an existential threat to the country. One social media platform where that is that is the case. They've got all the other ones. They've got still a huge media advantage. They're terrified of ideas getting out there because their ideas suck, honestly. And they know it. Deep down at some level, they know they can't actually make the arguments. They still want them, but they know they're not compelling. They still want the end state, but they're not willing to make the effort to try to convince people to get there. They just want force, the state, the government, to force people to do these things. That is their approach. That is their mentality. And that is why they are at lib snowflake meltdown defcon one year oh my gosh if elon gets twitter the world's gonna end not true plan to have a history podcast on this uh, th- uh what's it called rss feed there you go for all of you tomorrow so if you like history and i'm not sure should we do all should we put all three uh producer mark in one or should we just do the third one because there's already been two i don't know we'll figure that out but we'll put it out we'll make we'll make we'll make it all make sense a little bit of history fun for all of you because it's time talk to you tomorrow Shields High. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.